Michelle. What if I did the whole podcast that way? Would it get annoying? I wonder Excuse if... Excuse me. I have the sniffles. I think that it would, but I wonder if anyone would consider your voice an ASMR effective thing I would for think them. not, since I sound like a big dummy. Maybe they like it. I've been told I have a monotone voice. Maybe that... Maybe just having that steadiness is what people like. I don't know anything about it. I don't I remember, know much about ASMR except, except that it doesn't work on me, and I think it kind of sounds annoying and gross. I remember in high school I played a gig for a battle of the bands, and I had to do vocals, and I really, really sucked because I never practiced at it or anything. I was not good at all, plus I have this Homer voice. And some person was like, man, he's got a really good voice. And I looked at him, and I was like, No. No, I do not. You don't say that ever again. <laughs> Why don't you, old man? Do, 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 do. Old man, river me. Old man, river that old man, river. He just keeps going. He just keeps going. Amazing, beautiful. How many of the lyrics did I get wrong? All of them? I don't know the lyrics. Really? I never had to sing it. I had to listen and to and watch someone sing it I'm, once very dramatically. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, I'm not going to say his name, but are we talking about the same guy? Yes, of course we are. God, how many times did you have to watch him sing that song? It was bad, by the way. Once. Once? I saw it once in the auditorium at school. And that was the only time that I really needed. I think if I had seen it anymore, it wouldn't have the effect that it does in my memory. Didn't you get lucky? I saw it about 10 times. So it's more annoying to you than like fascinatingly funny. It's drilled into my brain as a horrible experience. Like I remember being in the stands with all the band people because we had to watch it all the time because we were in band. And then we did the thing where we mixed together, you know, and just had to judge each other almost even though we didn't actually judge put your hormones together oh, and judged each other <laughs> yeah oh some crazy things happened on band camp trips nothing like super sex crazy but things that shouldn't have been going on at all for band nerds too nobody's flute went anywhere though as there, far as i know there was never a choir camp that would have been miserable choir camp mm-hmm. cc choir comp uh, so I got the sniffles, and I'm sure it's annoying. Ugh. Just keep swallowing that spit. It's grossing me out. Drink soda as you are doing. Yay! I have a soda problem. Keep that phlegm rolling. Keep the phlegm flapping. Clear the throat often. Ugh. Someone's soda popping. Soda popping. <laughs> and we reviewed an album. My album this time because it was my turn. I was very excited to listen to this album. Oh yeah. I had a great time. How many times wait, that's not that's the end, isn't it? Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. I love this album. Okay, so what did we listen to? We listened to This Toilet Earth by one of my favorite bands, Guar. Guar. And this came out in nineteen ninety four, right? Yes, it did. So the chain of 1994. This Toilet I love this album a lot. There's a movie that goes along with it called Skullhead Face. The entire album? 
Um, well, if I look at the listings, uh, I think they include every song on the <clears throat> movie, but I don't know if everyone has to do with that storyline. Uh, but they throw like, geez. Uh, just continue talking. Act like I'm not doing anything. I'm just living life, baby. They throw like music videos in there, too. So like, in the movie, the Skullhead Face song section is the video. For the Skullhead face song, you know what I'm saying? So, it's all linked with that. Is that some demon Skullhead face? No. I guess you don't know anything yet. Maybe I should tell you about how, what the storyline of this album is, and then on this listen, you might have some new revelation. Guar is stuck on planet Earth. They hate Earth. They accidentally created humans by raping apes. So they are our lords and masters. They're really big on rape, I've noticed, but continue. Yes. Odorous loves rape. Okay, continue. Um, they're trying to raise what is called the world maggot out of the middle of the earth so they can ride the world maggot into space and get off this miserable planet that they call this mudball planet. And then Skullhead Face is a character that's just popped up out of nowhere on this <laughs> album to... Mess with Guar and steal their Jismo globin. Did you introduce yourself to Guar? Um, you know what? I think Kent and Mr. Tom McGlanablanahan himself. He comes up way too fucking he, much in this. I didn't realize he was such an integral part of your <laughs> musical foundation. There's a... I don't want to call him my musical foundation because I was into it myself. It's just that he had access to things that I didn't. And so he introduced you to these things that you have come uh, to enjoy. To certain bands, yeah. But we started hanging out because of our appreciation for music like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say he made me like stuff like this. No, but he, but he introduced you. Him and Kent. They found Fucking an Animal, which is a song off of We Kill Everything. I remember Fucking an Animal. Fucking an Animal! Yeah, that's, I forgot yeah. all about that. That was my introduction to yeah. Guar. So that's like a song that... I used to love that song, because I... Cherie. <laughs> and we were all intertwined with our friends. ridiculous lyrics. The funny thing about that song is at the end, Odorous goes, I'm not willing to spend any more time on this song. Because <laughs> even he knew at the time, this is fucking ridiculous. And it made people like him. <clears throat> I yeah, had no idea that song. was Guar. Yeah. Even until just now, I didn't realize that that was Guar. That's Guar. So I, was so like I the can first song. say that I like a Guar song. Oh, no. <laughs> Is that a preview? <laughs> you so, know, I just like making digs at things. Yes. So that was the first time I heard of him. But then I got into him pretty heavy. I took off. Those guys kind of petered out on it once it got past fucking an animal and like baby raper. But you jumped in that Guar fuck. hot air balloon and you took off. Yeah, the offensiveness and the just not caring, but then hiding it as characters, aliens. Hiding it? Well, no, I mean... That's not the right word. They're not hiding it all. They're they're masking it because they are aliens. They're characters, so it's not them saying these things. It's these characters there's saying no these things. There's no masking. They're the, there's a lot of vulgarity. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying what the words are masked. I'm saying they themselves are masked, so it's not like... If Rob Zombie said these Ooh. lyrics, it would be Rob Zombie saying these lyrics. This is a character with a mask that they put on and put on, you know, 20 pounds worth of stuff on their shoulders and come out. Never it's a whole scene. <laughs> it's a whole scene. It's a whole play. So you, 
you can't take it seriously because the whole point is we're going to say the most offensive stuff as possible. You're either in or you're out. Mm-hmm. And then you just uh, you decide if it's funny or not. I feel like Guar is a band that you don't just you don't hang out in the middle on. They they are more of a band that you love or aren't into. Yeah, but there are people that only go to live shows and don't listen to it because the live show is just so fun. They don't buy the albums, but they show up with white shirts on and go with their friends and get crazy, but they don't buy the albums. And you're like, come on me. Yes. Come on me, piss on me, bleed on me. I've been in the front row at many, at least 25 guar shows. Just screaming, come on me. I looked at Odorous in the face right in his eyes one time and said, come in my mouth. And he looked at me. And it just started the spray, and it went right into my face. That's fucking disgusting, because it's like dirty water, right? No, it's just, uh, they've gone through a lot of stuff. The last thing I read, it's just water with coloring added to it. That's just put through high-pressure hoses. So it's actually quite refreshing, because you're in a mosh pit, and it's super hot. So when you get hit by it, you're like, oh, man, it's water. But you, as a young man growing up to be an older man... Come in my mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. More times than 10. <laughs> These guys knew my name at part of my life. Mm-hmm. I would show up to backstage and they'd say, hi, Sam. And we'd There's hang out. There's a creepy little ginger bitch. They liked me. I was a good fan. They liked that you liked them. You made them feel good. I do remember one time Bob Gorman, one of the slaves, he looked at me or I said, hey, Bob, or no, sorry. Hey, can I get your signature and he said that depends do you know my name and i said you are bob gorman and he was like okay yeah so yeah Slave. i'm a nerd about this for anybody who doesn't know i love guar it's bad a guar i'm obsessed with guar i've got it carved into my flesh well to take you to a gay guar <laughs> but all right you want to get the album itself let's actually roll. going Because I'm very interested to see what you have to say. Let's plop right into this toilet earth. Like a couple of turds. Like a couple? Did horn intro surprise you? There's a spy in the house. This is the beginning. Oh, I missed it. There's a weird edit. I don't know why, but on the album version, when you buy this, there's a weird edit that just cuts in, and they cut out like a whole line of the song. It's very strange. But anyway, sorry. What were you saying? Don't read my notes. I want to read the notes. No. So uh, I didn't realize the Odorous had such a David Lee Roth sounding voice. What? David Lee Roth. Oh, I yeah. Now I gotta hear it. I mean, I'll listen to it in my car several times. Listen for David Lee Ross sounding voice. All the time. That sounds like David Lee fucking Ross to me, man. You're right. It does have a David Lee Ross sound to it. I've never noticed that before. I love Odorous's voice, though. I can mimic his voice pretty well, so when I need to stay awake sleeping, I just scream to this album. You had asked me earlier about the horn intro. Yeah, did that surprise you? Because um, you're expecting metal, right? Metal, metal? Yeah, I. It, it's a lot more all over the place than I expected. You mean like musically diverse? 
in the rock world. Just musically all over the place. Yeah. Um, but I do like the horns in this song. Mm-hmm. They, uh, when they play this song live, if they can get a horn section, they'll get, like, three real guys up there, and then they'll kill them. Is it, like, stomp? Are they playing on trash can lids and shit, or are they actually using real instruments? No, they've, like, once or twice I've seen pictures of them getting real horn players up there. And then just as a joke, they kill him right afterwards. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they get the slave out there to pretend that he's playing the horn, and they just play it through. Well, you keep talking about a slave. There's a slave? There are several slaves on stage. <clears throat> they're really there to make sure the show runs well, and they're the guys who dress up in the costumes to get killed. They're referred to as slaves. There's Bob Gorman. There's Matt McGuire. Uh, there's a couple others that I can't really think of at the moment. Scott Crawl. I just think of David Cross and... Um I don't, I don't know if it's season four, either season three or four of Mr. Show. Sorry, I got a little away from him. And he's like, slave. Oh, slave. Because <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be a joke. I mean, they are meant to be goofy metal punk. Yes. It's, so It's all supposed to be a complete joke. It just, yeah. It's just a so very in my head, joke. I've got comedy. Yeah. So s- I don't take this stuff seriously when I I just like I had said before and I will say forever the mention of rape I just don't understand <laughs> especially like as a, as if it's funny cuz I don't think that it's funny. I don't even think that if someone rapes that they should go to jail and be raped. I don't I think that's fucked up. Yeah. I think it's fucked up to stand by and be like, "Yes, now rape him." Like that's fucking crazy. Yeah. This is one of the last leftovers of a group that it doesn't it doesn't hit me as r- real mm-hmm. because I know how ridiculous it all actually is. So it has never hit me that way. It's and just it very... still doesn't. Although other forms of art that didn't hit me that way mm-hmm. now do hit me that way. And honestly, I would have never even known that the word rape was mentioned in this album. God, I don't know how many fucking times. Oh, a lot. Quite a lot. Um, and l- unless I looked up the lyrics because I, for the most... Most of the time, cannot understand Odorous. I know that you said that you like his voice. I think that mm-hmm. he's really sloppy, and he... Oh, yeah. He just... Yeah, it's... I mean, the whole premise is that he's... He's drunk. Oh, really? The whole premise is... I mean, Odorous, the whole band's supposed to be drunk and high all the time. That's So he's playing a character. He's not... This is not just him, like, being goofy and fucking around. I mean... It's like, both. It, it's both. But he gets extra leeway because the whole character is a mess. I mean, so, Odorous is the worst. So this Toilet Earth is a concept album, completely. Yeah. Front yeah, to back. Yeah, for the most part. There might be like a song that here or there that doesn't follow the story. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I think so. Uh, I Even though I love this album, it's uh, still, I do not know the lyrics all the way through this album. Mm-hmm. For any song, I don't know every single word. So It kind of amazes me that you know metal lyrics things that i can't understand pretty much at all without looking up uh-huh. but then on stuff that is very easy to understand <laughs> you have no idea what the lyrics are because you don't pay attention whereas uh-huh. you're like how do you already like know the song and it's like because yeah. it's fucking simple and uh, i listen the answer to that is because i looked these lyrics up this is a time when I'm still obsessing over things, so I'm reading lyrics. So you receive this so, as an actual physical album? Uh, this one, yeah. I think every Guar album I've bought. Okay. And then they mostly come with lyrics inside. 
and this is still time. And I love Odorous's lyrics so much because even though they're disgusting and obviously very violent and very rape filled, they're clever. The way he writes is very clever. Clever rape. <laughs> You're so clever with how you rape that it doesn't even bother so, me. Oh, it doesn't even bother me. Just keep joking about rape. It's no big deal. With this band, it's just not. Because <laughs> they rape everything. They rape dogs. <laughs> Dead dogs. That's supposed to make me feel better? <laughs> Everyone fucking loves dogs. Cute little fucking dog faces with their <laughs> floppy ears. Even dogs. <laughs> I'm in love with a dead dog. All right. Let's jump back into this. Let's. Uh, oh, I love this song. Let's flop into Penis I See. Love it. Oh, let's turn it up. song has a punkier sound to it. Yeah. Especially at the end. So you think he sounds like David Lee Roth the whole time? That's my favorite Odor's voice right there. Oh, not bad. You can fucking hear. I can hear it in I all of that. I hear that. When he does the... Yeah, I don't enjoy his vocals. I know that you like his voice. I don't I enjoy it. it. I are, love you, it. are you surprised that I'm not into no, it? No, because there's a lot of people who don't like Odorous's voice. I've played Guar for people like who like metal, and they hadn't heard Guar yet, and they think it's going to be like... Well, I don't like that either. I know, but I'm saying even guys in this genre, mm-hmm. once they hear him, they go, what? That's what it sounds like? And I'm like, yeah, you can barely see. It's so much, yeah, I think it's like, it's metal, but it's like a punkier metal. Yeah. I would call it more punk. Yes, he's a much Especially more punk guy. Song. He grew up with punk stuff. He grew up in a punk era. I mean, he was seeing original punk bands when they were in their original form. See, I stopped singing there because I don't know what he says. You can fucking perform on stage and without words. I do. When I sing along with it at work or on in the car, I just do the sounds of it. Oh, yeah. I love this. I love the bass. And this band... The second album has been mostly the same guys, except for guitar players switching out here and there. So they're like super tight. They tight, yo. I mean, obviously, Dave has died. Dave likes drugs. Yeah, unfortunately, he did like heroin in real life, not just fake. There's a reference to smoking drugs in the song on this album. Yeah. Do you hear the later reference when he just goes at the end of a song? Overdose! No, I didn't. And that's exactly how he dies. Was he into hard drugs at this time? He was into hard drugs the whole time. But, from what I've heard and read, he was a subtle user. It wasn't like he was an addict of anything. It was just, he would do anything, but he wasn't like an addict. But he died from heroin, right? Yeah. He might have got into it heavier later, or he just got a bad batch. Or I mean, yeah. anyone who doesn't do drugs would say he's an addict. And he would be classified as one. I'm terrible at this. Tolerance is a motherfucker. But 
build up a tolerance, you want more. From what I've heard. Then it just turns into too much. Through a grapevine, he wasn't like a junkie junkie, but obviously he was sort of a junkie because he died from the junk. I'm not anti-drugs. I think that drugs should definitely be legalized. That way uh, there would be funding for research and uh, ways to help people. There would be much more funding for studies and things so people could understand things more because a lot of drugs like heroin and even marijuana are a class one drug. So there's only so much research that you can do about it that the federal government is okay with. Seems like the more you understand about it, the more you can... Mm -hmm. I don't know, do good for it? I would just, I mean, I'm personally not into the idea of putting tons of chemicals in my body, even though I do. <laughs> I take fucking pharmaceuticals, doctor prescribed pharmaceuticals for anxiety and depression and whatnot. But, oh, you're chock full uh, of pills. And I'm you got drinking them flying beer. out of your nose. I'm drinking beer, so I am so gassy, so I apologize. <laughs> I'm going to be belching through this whole thing, but I think it kind of fits. It's, you know, it's in the vulgarity spectrum. So you think it's more of a punk song? Yeah, that song, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think that there are a few times, a handful of times at least, where I get more of a, a punk vibe. They have even more punk songs than this on different albums, too. All right. Wanna do, go? You, oh? do you want to eat steel? Yes. I, I'm going to say this about every song, but I love this song as well. I love this song. It's just so heavy. This is a different singer, too. It's not Odorous singing. I don't know if you could tell the difference. I actually wrote that down. Is Dave singing? No. This should be Mike Bishop. Yeah, this is Mike Bishop, the current lead singer who now plays Blothar. He was the bass player who played Beefcake. Beefcake. So... He sings two songs on this album, Eat, Steal, and uh, Fight, which you can kind of hear the voice. That's funny because, uh, yeah, I I made a statement about the vocals on Fight. (coughs) Not like made a stern stance, like I'm making a statement, but I did comment on the vocals. Um... Yeah, this song is just nonsense sounding to me. Really? I like how you're like, really? You get this sinister smile on your face, and then you, I love you throw so. your arm in the air, and you're like, oh, I'm yeah, rocking out. Yeah. Fuck you! I like that you don't like it! <laughs> I think it's funny that you call it nonsense, because it's like, it's so clean to me. It sounds like nonsense. It's not clean at all. It's messy as fuck. And fuck is messy. I don't know what kind of fucks you've had, but fucks that I've had, I've been messy. I just mean like it's so straightforward. <laughs> yeah, good. Oh, you're saying that I could fucking make money? No, yeah, yours guess- was terrible. His was good. <laughs> Mine was. In the arena. I, You know what you haven't said yet about any of these songs? That I like them? Yeah, or not like them. Well, I, I mean, I think that <laughs> I... I expect you to at least be like, I can't stand this song. <laughs> well, I'm not going to just shit on everything the entire time. 
I mean, do you want me to say like I'm just getting I no... like this song? I do not yeah, like this song. No, I'm just song. getting no feeling about it yet. You're just like <laughs> it's like you're just saying what it is and you're being cagey about your actual opinion. <laughs> well, I said that I think that this song is sounds like nonsense. I'm not really being cagey. It's just I don't have a fucking emotional connection with it like you do. I'm not going to fucking throw my fist in the air and start. It, there's no rap fink on this fucking album. Oh, it's way better. <laughs> We're moving on to Jack the World. Adam made a uh, teapot in ceramics class that he put. He drew a globe with dynamite around it. And he wrote dynamite. Jack the World around it based off this song. Mm-hmm. And teacher didn't like it. Of course. Teacher didn't like it. Check the world. I love the drum tones on this album. I actually like this. I think that this is uh, the best song out of the last handful of songs so far. But I like the sound more. It's not as weird. I think that's why. So I think this is more straightforward. It's more laid back, yeah. Too. It's not as. Da, 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 da. I do think it gets kind of boring and repetitive after a while. Like for me, there's a fine line with these songs for some for reason of things being just weird and kind of like nonsensical and unnecessary. Versus being boring. Yeah. So there's more feel. This is like the most poppy thing so far on the album, too. This. That was does sound poppy. I thought I wrote that for a different song. Oh, it's later in the album. But there's another song that I also think sounds kind of poppy. They're not afraid to dip into that every once in a while. That's not a bad thing. Things that, like, re- repetition isn't always a bad thing. No. Repetition is normalcy. But sometimes it can just... I don't know. This is, uh... I don't get good feelings from this, though. Like, I s- just... <laughs> like, Tool, I didn't connect to this. <laughs> It doesn't give me like warm a- nostalgic feelings. I don't feel like a growing up boy in my room with fucking posters of metal bands and shit that I like. Because that's not how I grew up. And I don't like his voice. See, this is this is like a punk thing. Oh yeah. It's like I an oi moment. I would definitely consider a lot in this album more punk, like I said. Than yeah, they definitely get way heavier on other stuff. Metal. They get way heavier on other, like, later albums. Mm-hmm. They even, like, down-tune and start using seven-string guitars, which is kind of a thing in metal to make it sound heavier, so. Uh-huh. Oh, how? People would consider this more of the punk alternative phase of Guar. There's phases of Guar too. Like early stuff was kind of more metal. What years were they active? Because oh, this God. was '94. I don't know when they started. It's in the '80s. Here, I'll look it up. All right. Yeah, it's in the late '80s, and they go through phases because 
one of the guitar players has been the main guitar player for a long time, and the drummer is still the gu- drummer, and the bass player was the same. But then they would get a different guy to play guitar, and they would just write different ways all the time. And all of a sudden, like the next two albums will be like more an alternative album, and then the next two albums will be back to heavy. It's really it's kind of refreshing, really. Guar is older than us. They well, I mean, they're still going, right? Yes. Are they making new music? Yes. Okay. They just put out one of the uh, I think their most popular album of all time. Oh wow! Their best selling, if I th- if I'm correct. So it says here that they formed in Richmond, Virginia, in 1984. Oh, yeah. They all still live in Richmond. 84. 1984. Older than us. Yeah, yeah. We were born in 85. <laughs> I can't stop making air there. come out of we me. We went to Richmond, Virginia, and we made sure to go to the Guar. Uh, what's it called? Guar Bar, yes. The Guar Bar? It was heaven for a guy like me. It was heaven. <laughs> I was in love. They had things everywhere. Guar everything. There were things everywhere. Don't I, you mock me. I was in love. I was. <laughs> with the things I loved all of the things. I loved all of the things. I had to come back home. <laughs> you didn't fucking have to. <laughs> come back and take that burden of a dog. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Get the Clarence Malarance. She's a sweetie. So, the next song. This is a song Sonder I don't Commando. really know what's about. Sonder Commando. Did you read the lyrics, right? I did, but I don't remember. Remember what it's about? I can uh, yeah, shimmy on back to It doesn't that. really matter. I'm not far away from it at all. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't know, but I love this song. Just like all the other ones. <clears throat> all right. See, I like to have different sounds like this on the album. Yeah, there's a line in this first verse that I enjoy, and it's actually the last line of the verse. And I do actually like enjoy the uh, intro rock music that's getting ready to start. But this almost feels kind of tooly. Not like the guy who used to clean chalkboards after school. But like <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about him. Yeah, Tooley. Tooley's long dead. The guy's name was Tooley. And he had breathing problems and he cleaned chalkboards. Do you think he got breathing problems because he cleaned chalkboards? No. This. Talking about this part? It's very heavy. Mm-hmm. Do you think you would like Guarmora without Dave? Different singer? No. It's just that whole punk rock and roll sounds not your thing. It just doesn't connect. I don't connect to Guar. I'm not writing off a genre. I would never write off a genre because there are there's something in every single genre that I could definitely say that I enjoy. Unless it, I mean, unless we're talking real fucking other. There's not going to be any death metal that you're going to enjoy. Unless they have a a goofy track that's on out of character on their album. Um, not that I can think of immediately. Okay. Well, 
Whatever. You just wait, motherfucker. I'm ready. I truly think it's in the long run, it's actually gonna be harder on you. Because my music is noise. I agree. <laughs> the music you give me, no matter what, is gonna have some sort of groove or bass lines to it. Mm -hmm. And mine's just gonna be. <laughs> With some guy just going. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be like. You're just gonna be like, every song's the same. And then you're gonna be like, why aren't you responding more to each song? Why aren't you no, giving me more? I just, cause you, I can't believe you're not just going, I fucking hate it. Okay, never mind. I thought some of these songs are really short, so I was, I thought the song was gonna stop soon. No, we good. Are we good? We, you and I? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> we As soon as we go on break, it's, it's gonna be bad. This will be flying. So, yeah, there was a line at the very end of the first verse yeah. where he says, which I enjoyed, and he said, Inf inflicting beastly cheesy beaver bite. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. Most of the lyrics don't make any fucking sense. Inflicting, it's a beastly cheesy beaver bite. Inflicting beastly cheesy beaver bite. <laughs> that is not easy to say. He wasn't afraid to just write nonsense. What's the weirdest thing I can come up with? Basically. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. Oh, I'm listening to the goddamn song. I'm listening to the sounds. Yeah, I like this part. I like the madness. It's got all these spacey sounds. Kevin spacey, spacey sounds. sounds. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> You're both so fucking white. <laughs> uh, Do we really need to hear all of this? I'm fading out right now. With those like, high-pitched fucking, like, scratchy sounds. There's still, like, uh, 25 seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bitch. I still don't know what it's about, though. I don't know what a Sunder Commando is. It's probably Sunder a character. Commando. Sunder Commando! Do you like my odorous word? voice? Oh! Oh, you odorous! No, it sounds like you. <laughs> what do you mean? It doesn't sound like me at all. See? Hi, I'm Odorous. See? Sounded exactly like Dave. Hi, I'm Dave. What? People texting me on my phone making sounds happen? Yeah. Jeebus Christos. Yeah, you. People like you, Sam. No, it's, my, it's my boss complaining about someone else. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> so, does that mean he's complaining with the other person that you work with? No. Or a customer? No. He'll complain about anybody. Okay. okay. <laughs> He'll see a guy walking in the parking lot and be like, look at the way that jackass walks. Oh my God. He and I could get along real well. You do get along real I mean, well. We do, but we don't, we've never had that experience. We could definitely stand in the corner and talk. I, I can talk shit. Oh, I think it's fun. It's a fucking pastime. I, I know it makes me a bad person and I don't always necessarily mean it, but there's just something that feels good about talking shit. When you're doing it to each other... Especially if you're trying to just be funny. If we're just being... Yes. 
when it's funny, it's funny. You know, mm-hmm. who, who cares? The way we do it, we're not spreading rumors about anybody, and we're not mm-hmm. like doing that. We're just like, look at this jackass. <laughs> One of my favorite pastimes is going to holiday things with family when i was a kid and my sister and i just fucking whispering shit talk and you know the thing is they're talking about you too guaranteed (laughs) and i hope they are do you hear the cat playing with that thing it's it's not playing with it it's just is it in the room going off yeah i'm gonna get it oliver just came in to inspect but i'm gonna kill it we have this cat toy that i beat on the ground really hard and now it just constantly goes every once in a while did it stop? I wish it went. Is that not what it does? All I did was picked it up. And it stopped? It makes the sound that I imagine a frantic bird getting its neck chewed on would make. But like way better. Way higher pitched and digital. Digital. All right. Bad, bad man. Bad man. Bad Bad man, what you want? What you wanna do? Poe got drunk in Baltimore. For you. What? Poe got drunk in Baltimore. Is that in this song? It's a line in this song. Really? Poe got drunk in Baltimore. I don't think I've ever been to Baltimore. Your middle name is Poe, like Edgar Allan Poe, because your dad was a pretentious fuck. No. No. It's because he's an idiot who likes some baseball play and wanted to name me Poe as my first name. <laughs> and my mom said, absolutely not. Because <laughs> it sounds pretentious. My name is Poe. Well, I think she saw it as it sounds like a, some idiot baseball player. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I thought he liked Edgar Allan Poe. That's what I've told people. No. I've made him sound cooler than he is. No, I think my... Mom, that and I'm not even sure if my mom follows this. I think she just twists it that way to be like, "Yes, I'm an English teacher." Yeah. Oh. He loved the Ravens. But really, it was just my dad likes some guy who played baseball. That'd be like me naming somebody. I don't know, Phil, because I like Phil and Selma. You wouldn't enjoy that. Phil and Selma. If I wanted to name a non-existent child. A man that I enjoy a lot. That's... The only thing that I think that we could agree on is the one name that you had picked out before we were even together. Ivan Von Destroyakon? That's probably the only one that with, I could go with, with. With no Izert or anything involved? Just Ivan Von Destroyakon? You don't want to put the name Izert on the end of that shit? No, no it's ruined That it. would destroy it. <laughs> it would destroy a con it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of this song? Yeah. I mean, um, what do you got note-wise? What I have note-wise is that the <laughs> chorus doesn't make sense and that punk guys don't enunciate for shit. No, it's about the attitude. I don't even know what song we're listening to. What's the chorus? We're on, are we on Bad Bad Men? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have no idea what he's saying. Uh, let me look up the chorus. So I have, it's I'm, a new I'm using Genius, which has... Everything available. Like, if you look up a song at the bottom, it has what album it's on, and you yeah. can just go like in order to the next song or previous really? song, and it gives you all of the lyrics. Genius, it's free. Huh? 
Genius.com. It's great. Genius. So, bad, bad men, and they're coming to town. They shot a man for snoring too loud. <laughs> Billy the Kid, Jesse James, say, the jail is wide open and the town's in flames. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Bad, bad man, and they're coming to town. They shot a man for snoring too damn loud. Really? Not damn, but yeah. Bad, bad man, and they're coming to town. Shot they shot a man for snoring too loud. Billy the Kid, Jesse James, say the jail is wide open and the town's in flames. I had no idea that's what that was about. See, I've been listening to this album for, how old am I now, 33? I've been listening to this probably for 17 years, and I had no idea that's what this song was about. I don't understand this. Okay, so this is the second verse since I'm looking at the lyrics right now. So verse two, sneaking in the back door, hiding in the night, caper with cadavers in the dank moonlight. That's all fine. They started robbing banks, cattle mutilation. Those things have nothing in common. They started robbing banks, cattle mutilation. I don't know. See, I always thought this was about aliens. See, none since of they're the... aliens. Now his offspring terrorized the nation. Billy got drunk. Bull got even. Bull went belly up and joined with a G-men. Piece of meat on the street torn apart in the town. Inflatable hands of a sinister clown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> None of it makes fucking nope. sense. The song does not make Oh, and then here's the second chorus. Bad, bad men, and they're coming to town. They shot a man for snoring too damn loud. Robert De Niro, when he's uh-huh. a hero. Bring on the anti-hero, my zero hero. How many? Zero hero. So that is rhyming, or not rhyming, I'm sorry. That is saying hero, hero, hero. That's lazy. No, De Niro. Okay, hero. yeah, De Niro, hero, anti hero, zero hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that one. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Batman, oh, what you want, what you want, what you want to do? When Sarah Tom Brown come for you? Bad boy, what you want, what you want to do? Police button, give me no break. Oh, man. The best part of that is when he's like, Not even you, I don't know, I'll give you no break. Hey, hey. <laughs> 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 I don't know what I that was in a, last time. I was in a band with uh, <coughs> Mr. K-Man. No. Ah, David Klingerman, who cares? He's not going to care. Um, I was in a band with him called Father Thrash in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's funny to be retrospective, I suppose. Father Thrash. <laughs> so I was in a band with him, and uh, he wanted to do that song. He wanted to do Bad Boys. So I remember learning the lyrics to Bad Boys. You know... We should fucking do that acoustically. Oh, that's not a bad idea at all. That would be easy. The oh, music is simple. People would think that's hilarious too. I've I've white girl rapped. Oh yeah. I've done the Fresh Prince of Bel Air entire yes. theme song. Yes, and you rap. It's uh, tricky over <laughs> Blue Oyster Cult Godzilla. <laughs> it's tricky Zilla. That's what we need to record. It's tricky to rock around to rock around. That's right on time. It's tricky. 
<laughs> I tell you, we gotta record that. <laughs> It'd be a hit. Yeah. All right. Someone's How gonna. Let's uh, do pepperoni and then let's take a break. Pepperoni, pepperoni, put it on me. A pepperoni. I'm gonna take that as yes. Yeah, I'm introing pepperoni with pepperoni pieces, pieces of pepperoni. But the whole pepperoni, but the whole pepperoni. This song's got a funky groove to it. Yeah, that's my first note I think for this. He rhymes pepperoni with pepperoni in funky. this song. It's not technically rhyming. Okay. So he just tried to rhyme uh, Rama Jamma with bathroom. Are you serious? Yeah. What's the line? You say you want some Rama Jamma. I'd say I'd. Wait, I'd say I. I say. Ah! I said I'd treat you if I meet you in the bathroom. Sorry, my headphones are so loud that it's hard for me to focus. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah. You say you want some Rama Jamma. I said I'd treat you if I meet you in the bathroom. That white funk ain't got no soul. I agree. Yeah. I'm gonna have to wait till tomorrow, white boy. <laughs> so, say the bathroom line to me again. Okay. I almost went back. You know what? It's such a short song. You Guess say what? that you want some pepperoni. Give you a fistful of my pepperoni. You so say- he does say pepperoni twice. Yes. Okay. You say you want some ramajama. I said I'd treat you if I meet you in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> Will you say it along with it as it goes? <coughs> Absolutely. Hold on, hold on. I don't really know how it goes, so it'll be All interesting. Right, I'll cue you. You say that. Here comes after. You say that you want some pepperoni. Give you a fistful of my pepperoni. You say you want some. Ramajama? I said I'd treat you if I meet you in the bathroom. <laughs> For some in out? What's the is that what it is next? In out. In out. In out. White boy, white boy, white boy, white boy, white boy, white boy. <laughs> Yeah, you're, I like that it's funky. You're really illuminating songs to me this time because I did, I don't re- remember the lyrics. I'm also on my third beer, so that's Meet helping because bathroom. I wasn't feeling, and I don't mean like I was feeling ill when I was taking notes for this, but I wasn't feeling very positive about this. So I think the beer is making me feel better right now. 
That's a good thing. I need, uh, uh, sorry, I need intoxicants to enjoy this, apparently. Well, to be fair, a lot of people are intoxicated when they enjoy this. <laughs> uh, it's almost safe to say that if you like guar, people who like pepperoni, you're getting drunk at one point. I know I was always hammered at guar shows when I was still drinking. Two and a half beers gets me so hammered. I have shows I completely don't remember. I have guar shows. I've passed out at a guar show. I've almost been kicked out of a guar show. Because I passed out. I passed. I sat down. You need a tissue? Yeah, later. Tissue? I sat down. Later, bro. Uh, next to the bar, and I just, all of a sudden, I guess I just passed out and fell asleep. And I'm being woken up by these security guards. And they're like, what's going on? What's going on? And I wake up, and I just go, oh, nothing. Oh, man, you know, I just work real early, and I'm just exhausted, and I just fell asleep. And they're like, Sit right here. We'll be right back. And they just sat me down, and I was thinking in my head, they're going to kick me out. They're going to kick me out. They're going to kick me out. And I just looked around, and nobody was watching me. And I was like, time to go. And just got up and just ran back inside and finished the show. Yeah. So you do believe to this day that they were going to kick you out? Uh, Probably. I mean, a guy's passing out at the bar. It's time to get him out. Yeah, that's true. Fucking asshole. But I got back in. All right. And now I don't drink anymore. <laughs> I just pass out at shows because uh, I'm sleepy. I'm a sleepy boy. Are we going to go out on yeah, pepperoni break? We're going to take a pepperoni break. We're going to take a pepperoni break. <laughs> eat things of pepperoni. I don't eat pepperoni, but I'll take a pepperoni break. Yeah. All right. I'll break for pepperoni. Well, be right back. Pepperoni. There was a rape one. Fucking rape, dude. Rape, dude. This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by. Uncle Chester's Left Behind Toilet Seat Pubic Hair Remover. The holiday season is in full gear, and that means food, family, and bathroom breaks. How many deviled eggs does it take to put your pappy on the potty? Auntie Helen made her senior citizen home famous 12-bean salad again. Cousin Larry Scotty with the hairy body got alopecia this summer, and it's only getting worse. Consider your commode overrode with every family member dusting your toilet seat with their stench-ridden fur meat. You know, some of those bristles always fall out when you're painting with a cheap brush, and suddenly everyone is too blind to see what has been left behind. No, not Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron can suck a gigantic penis covered in the satanic blood of a mongoose for all I care. What you need is Uncle Chester's left-behind toilet seat pubic hair remover. How does it work? Who cares? Does it work? You're dang tootin' it does! Uncle Chester's left-behind toilet seat pubic hair remover makes great stocking stuffers. Get yours today at your local pharmacy. Next week on Our Boys in Blue. Ah, jeez, Rick. Go home to your wife. I told you. I'm married to my job. Trace! Lord Dracul needs to be brought in, and I'm the man with the cuffs that fit. Mm, you'll never catch me, Detective Rick. Which means your son is mine... Forever! Give me back my boy! <laughs>
wish I could say this is the first time I've been in a safe vault filling with poisonous snakes. God damn it, Dracor! Where are you? <laughs> Our boys in blue, only on NBCBS TVH1, Fridays, 3 a.m. Central. I thought you were doing the goddamn thing with that. I'm waiting for you. Well, we didn't have anything planned, so. I thought you were waiting to pop your bottle into the microphone. I was sitting here like, what are you going to do? I wasn't this? waiting for any time. I was just going to do it whenever the music started fading out. I just had to do it because the intro was so uh, fucking long. Well, it's not going to be that we're way. We're going to fight right now. It's not going to be that way in the edits. I'm ready to throw down in fisticuffs. <laughs> fisticuffs. Fisticuffs. That means, that means you got to put your... This stuff oh, like I'm, this, I'm and you're circling. Irish motherfucker. You're Irish, and you sound like that. I'm, I'm a, I'm an Irish Southern gentleman from Alabama, sir. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, sir, my... <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna come up with anything. I can't just jump back into that. <laughs> I fucking lost. Sir, <laughs> you almost put your fist down on. <laughs> no, I punched my. Uh... My wrist bone that's connected to my arm bone and my hand bones um, hit my, my phone wrist bone. bone connected to my hand bones. <laughs> <laughs> All the hand bones. I, 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 I hit my phone. It was Why would you hit your phone? You're going to break it. Because I'm and Then you're like, going to owe them. I'm in the mood of destruction and disaster and mess. The gua did it to you. It's the madness of the gua. The guadness. The gua. The Guadness. Speaking of Guar, sounds we've like a been messy listening to Guar, which you sack. already know. Because you clicked on the episode, unless you can't read. Can you not read? I'm really sorry that you cannot read. You should try and get yourself an education. Is there it? is information all around you, but if you don't know what the squiggly lines are, how do you really start to teach yourself how to read? It doesn't really make sense. Or you're blind. Or you're blind. Blind people can read Braille with their hands. Can you read with your fingertips? Only things can that you read are with in your Braille. Fingertips? All the books I've written are exclusively not in Braille. Boy, you going to hell. They're also exclusively not in print. You know what to What brought the meatloaf on? No way. Don't steal meatloaf's art supplies is what I learned. <laughs> Oh, goodness, this dog is belching at me. Oh, God, get her the hell out of here. She's going to fart, and then it's going to smell. The gas is coming out the correct end right now. I'd rather her be, be, be belching. Mm. Be belching. Instead of a be a belching at the bum. Be belching, man. All be right. Belch at Let's bum. get the hell back into this album. Okay, fuck. Jesus. All right. Fuck Amina. Jesus, you insidious soliloquy of skullhead face. Yes. Play. Did you know this was not odorous singing? 
No, but this feels like a Rocky Horror sounding intro. I'd call it the Rocky. Sorry. Continue. No, you go. No, I think you should go. I'll wait. I'll wait. No, you say. I was gonna say it's neat to get your angle on things like David Lee Roth sounds and Rocky Horror Picture sounds because I don't hear these things. I thought that that sounded like a Rocky Horror Picture entrance, and I think that there's another part where it kind of sounds like that too. It's very like. Hello, friends. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're here now. <laughs> yeah. I'm opening up the door. It just has, yeah, because it's supposed to be. I mean, this is like a show, right? This turned into a movie or whatever. Yes, this is a whole part where he explains his evil plan to beefcake the mighty. I think that the beginning of this and just kind of the differentiations or whatever, the difference is in like the tempo and the way that the song goes. The song's all over the place. Yes. So I feel like it's kind of more theatrical in telling the story. It's very, very theatrical. It starts the theatricalness because there's another song that's way more. Oh, wait, no, it's this one. Some chaotic stupidity. At the end of this song, he's in a big, like, flesh column thing. They call it the flesh column. Okay. And it's just a bunch of bodies put together. And he steers it like a car, kind of. <laughs> okay. To try and kill Guar. The goal is always to try and kill Guar. Which is bold. Did this song... Did this song surprise you? Like, were you like, what the hell is this? Yes, because I thought it was going to be more metal. And this song is weird. It's like a Rocky Borer picture show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Borer Picture Show? I'm offended. This is better than the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> It almost has kind of a Matt Stone and Trey Parker sound to it. That <laughs> yeah. Voice. yeah, it does. It's kind of like a, Especially cannibal. Like a cannibal sound, yeah. It was interesting to look at all of the the lyrical layout, I should say, because not the lyrics themselves, but like all of the bridges and pre-choruses and all of that. Um, I noticed and I took a note that the second verse technically doesn't start until four minutes and 22 seconds into the song. It's all laid out like... It's Here, I'll show you. Hard and high. Hard and high. You're not talking on the microphone. Oh, just because of what they label it as? 
Apparently, you were just staring at it. Yeah, you have to scroll. I wonder if it's because they go with the similar guitar riffs. Because to me, it's just all its own new thing. It's like, here's the next part, here's the next part, here's the next part. I wouldn't put anything as a verse or anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just its own thing. Like, there's Bridge, no, pre-chorus. There's no chorus. There's nothing that he, like, repeats. Not that I can think of. Off the top of my head, I might sound like an idiot because it might be the case. But. Mm. Uh, yes. Yeah, this song is all over the fucking place. Are you are you impressed at all with the musical ability to like do all that different stuff? No. I mean, you, do you think a lot of metal bands could do that? I don't think a lot of metal metal bands would want to do that. But you're not impressed. I don't think a lot of metal bands would want to be goofy. I think that there's a large aspect of metal people who take themselves very seriously. Yeah, it's like 98 percent of them. Mm-hmm. Which is extra funny because there's guys who paint their faces all black and white and still pretend like it's not a clown show and like, are still like mean mugging it. ICP. No, like, or like Kiss. Well, works. I think ICP still understands that they are ridiculous they are clowns but i'm talking like black metal guys that like carry axes and bats with nails sticking out of them and they look at the camera like "Mm." you would know way more about that than i would oh yeah they're guys they're like nordic guys that put nail things on their wrist and they put black makeup white makeup on like nordic track uh yes they put nordic tracks on so they can get their exercise in yeah you got to get your exercise in when you're in a black metal band because you're running from the police after you burnt down a church. Scandalous. That's what those guys did. That's what they all do. They're all uh, devil worshippers. Uh, all of you. Satan. You worship Satan. All right, let's move on to the next song. This is called Fight. Let's not forget to mention that there is a, a track between these two called BDF, which is also called Baby Dick Fuck. So that has been thought to have been taken off the album, and it is not available to us, so. You can find it on YouTube and stuff to listen to. Which, I mean, is good, because I'm all for fucking the willing, but I'm not into fucking babies. So, the song is Fight. Um, It's that voice again that I had mentioned earlier that I was going to reference. I'm not a fan of the vocals of this person. Mike Bishop. also sounds like... That's the secondary vocals. Sounds like the lady from the B-52s. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know her name. I don't know it either. I don't know it either. You should <laughs> play it again. Though. Go back and play that right, part it's again. it's so short. Yeah, if you don't mind. The whole the end part? The B-52s lady? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I'm trying to get there. Just breathe more. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Breathe in. Here we go. Hit him with the right. 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 Hit him with the right
fine, fine. I'm Fred Schneider. <laughs> if you see a faded sign at the side of the road, it says 15 miles to the left shack. Fight, 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 fight. And once again, it's fun to hear. I would have never thought B-52s listening to this. I would have never thought. Uh, oh, God. Damn it. What'd you say? He sounds like uh, David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth Never, voice. never. I'm going to tell Rhymebag this, and he's going to be like, what? <laughs> Rhymebag. I'll be like, listen, motherfucker. Well, there was that meme on Facebook where <coughs> there was that Mexican guy with a kitty, and I thought it looked just like him, and he agreed, and you did not, so who knows? I'll have to watch it again. I only watched it once. Here, kitty, kitty. Kitty. Oh, kitty. All right. The issue... Of Tissue it's is the next Mexican song. Girl. By the way, I love that song, Fight. I love both Fight and Eat Steel. I consider those like two songs of peas in a pod. Mm-hmm. And I love both of them. That's Mike Bishop. I like the title of the issue of Tissue. Space Cake. Space Cake. I like, Man, you're such a space cake. I like most cake. <laughs> This is the song that I think is really pop radio friendly as well. I think the first verse sounds really Ooh. modern. I think it sounds modern, like modern metal. Huh. It's definitely got some bop to it. I think in the vocals, this has like kind of a, mur- a murder. It's got a murder sound to it. See, it's like Dave didn't have much of a singing range so he just had to figure out these tones almost and be like oh, oh, oh. is he really <laughs> singing or is he yelling is it like he's I mean do you singing? consider this singing oh, oh, oh. I would consider that singing like oh, oh, oh. that it's, wouldn't be singing it's like a it's like a, uh, a big belt yell you know definitely belty and it's full sounding, but he, he very, sounds like a fool. He's powerful when you watch him. Like, he's powerful. Uh, there's a video of him playing without the stuff on. They call it Rog, Guar backwards. Yeah. And uh, Rog You can see he uses his body correctly. You can see his like diaphragm working correctly because he doesn't have a shirt on. Yes. And you can see him when he's doing the grunts. You can see that he's really... Didn't he usually do that? If he didn't have the costume on, he didn't have a shirt on? I don't know if that's the case. If he's playing, yeah, probably. Were, was there any part in the show where he did go costumeless, or was it costume always? <clears throat> it was most of the time costume. So Except there... for when they would do ROG, they would just come out and do a whole set. So that wasn't something that they on. would do in the like... At the end of a show, it was just something no. special that they decided no. to do it. No, I think I know for a fact when Dimebag died, they heard it about it right after they got done with the show, and then they came out and played one more, and then they took like off the helmets and stuff. You know, they still have like the loincloths on and shit, but mm-hmm. they uh, definitely took off the rest of the junk. There was a time that I think they were a little bit more worried about. The uh, who they actually were, mm-hmm. and then didn't really care by one point because then it's 
it eventually turned into like, look at the art that we do. This isn't just a dumb band. This is like, look how much work we do to make this dumb band happen. Like, mm-hmm. We make all these costumes. We make these huge props out of foam. And their songs don't all sound the same. No, not they at all. They definitely switch it up. This is definitely a screamy. So I don't think it sounds like <clears throat> pop radio friendly now, but I think there was a part in the beginning where I thought that it had like a modern, more modern rock sound to it, which I, I mean, this came out in 94, so it would be a sound that would be copied more from that timeline. Yeah, yeah. And just not done as well, I suppose, in your now, opinion. Now that I know this is 1994, mm-hmm. it feels right. Like, I can tell that it's from 1994. Mm-hmm. Knowing that we're big 1994 heads, apparently. And they still have stuff to learn in their career and as musicians. Yeah. They're still, I mean, they had been together for a while and the band had been together for 10 years, but if they're still creating music, they were still early in the game compared to where they are now. You know, there's no actual original member left right now. No, I didn't. Dave was the last one. Dave was the last one. Isn't that weird when a band goes on without, like, any original member? Yeah, I think that that kind of shouldn't happen, honestly. I think usually it shouldn't, but Guard I mean, I think in, like, like, I know Led Zeppelin, there are other people who are involved, but I do like that they have John Bonham's son who plays the drums. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. So I think something like that, where it's kind of like a legacy. Yeah. Where a family member is carrying it on, I think that that kind of makes sense. But otherwise, I think that it should just stop. When the last person no longer exists, who is who is the foundation of the band? Otherwise, it's just it's basically just a cover band, right? I mean, they're <laughs> it's just they're just doing pastiches, things um, in the style of the band. I guess it really depends on who's still in the band. Like, if there's a guy that made four or five albums with the guy that was in the band then I think it's okay because he spent a long time creating. He is part of it. It's definitely a case-by-case basis. Yes. I think Guar can live forever. Dave wanted Guar to live forever. Guar can live forever. He said it's just costumes. We just die. What are you asking What's me? What's his last name? I Dave? can't remember. Brocky. B-R-O-C-K-I-E. Dave Brocky. I just couldn't remember. I want to see when he was assassinated by heroin. Let's see here. It was Sad time. March of 2014 in Richmond, Virginia. I miss... I used to see Guar and it was like a recharge. He died when he was home. That's surprising. Yeah, he I died assumed, in his home. I assumed he was on the road. No, I think his uh, roommate and current guitar player found him. Oh, jeez. Which sucks. So he was the last member... Their last very original member since the first first album, but the last there's OG. guys that were on the second album still. The last original Guangsta. Yeah, the first album's called Hello, and Dave was on that one. But then the second one is called Scum Dogs of the Universe, mm-hmm. and there are the guys. There are three guys that are in it still that are on that album. So it's pretty original. I mean, Scum Dog since the second album that came out in the late '80s. So I consider them still. Very original, like yeah. Ballsack, who's played by Mike Dirks, is he's Guar. See, I it to me, it's almost like seeing, which I think. I mean, this is something that I've definitely experienced in many situations where you 
kind of grow up used to what you're exposed to is something that has been influenced by an original. So is Guar an original of what they do or were they inspired by someone? Uh, they say they're inspired by like Alice Cooper with the theatrical stuff. I mean, yeah, that makes sense, but he didn't go so crazy with the lyrics. No, they took it way beyond. They took it as far as they could because he's talking about like raping babies and shit. Yes. The whole premise is just as offensive as possible. It's unnecessarily far. And I'm not someone, and I I don't get offended by no. just nonsense. <laughs> I just, for me, it's more just, I don't think it's necessary because it's, I don't know. There's some things that are just kind of really fucked up that if you say, if if you just say in public, you know, something about fucking a dead baby, it's one thing. But when you record it and you expect people to buy it and listen to it over and over again, rape, 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 stuff like that is kind of weird to me. I don't understand. That makes it. sense that why it would be weird. And I can't really explain why I give it a pass, but I do. <laughs> I mean, but a lot of music that you like is like this, that just talks about stuff that is as ridiculous and yes. gross and vulgar as it can be yes. when anyone who is, you know, normal and not into something like pushing so things brutal. to the limit yeah. it, it, to this limit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's, it's extremely offensive and I know that that's the <laughs> point of a lot of this, but they definitely get their point across. Yeah. And Guara always seem more comical than any of the other stuff. So it's just... Trying to be funny? Like Dying Fetus and <clears throat> Cannibal Corpse and all that stuff. They're not... It doesn't It's not. Doesn't come off as a joke. I mean, it doesn't come off as real that that's like what they support. It's just what they talk about. I guess this might help sum up something. I mean, you do you think that Guara is funny? This might clear the air for me, I suppose. Since we're talking about that. Um, I mean, yes. you obviously think that it's like satirical or something. I think it's highly entertaining. I think that Odorous' lyrics do make me laugh, yes. And I still have a very brutal-centric side to me that death is funny and things like that. And I mean, is that do I need to state the obvious or ask the obvious? The rape thing? No, God. Oh. What what are you, you talking gonna, about? I thought you were going to ask if I thought the rape was funny in the Guar songs no. next because I said the violence. I think that it's clear that you are desensitized to death and that you you kind of have like a weird morbid fascination yeah. with it. Oh, oh, my dad? Do you think that it stems from not... I mean, because you were young and didn't really get it. I do think I have a disconnect <clears throat> from death because of the early, very close death of my dad, yes. I like, mean, I think it's, it's there didn't never seem to be a point in you that clicked that to, to this point that has clicked where you've been like, you know, I'm upset that I missed these things. So I can't say certain stuff like for you, like your way of dealing with it has always been. I'll say anything <laughs> dealing with death and saying like really inappropriate things, which is why I end up taking things really far sometimes because I know that that's OK, even though I know that it's still really fucked up at the same time. Uh, I'm sure that has a very big hand in it, yes. Because I'm sure, I mean, you have mentioned how your boss, for example, has been made uncomfortable multiple times by your dead dad jokes. <laughs> yes. I just imagine if we were hanging around other people and 
as I do make inappropriate jokes where we're to say something about your dead dad, I think it would make me look much worse oh, than yeah. you making the dead dad. Joke. Yes. It w- you would look way worse. And I think the stuff like that you happens You would look a lot. like a horrible person. I would look like a damaged person. You would look mean and I would look like hurt I inside. feel like things like that have happened in my life where I've had discussions with people about things. So then like in public and around other people, I make I make inside type jokes outwardly and people think that I'm a fucking cunt. <laughs> which I mean like I am because it's... Because you did say it? Because I said it, but it's a joke. <laughs> People don't get it. They just think, oh, my God, you came up with that. You mean it. Or that it comes from somewhere serious. And, it, I mean, even if it is, like, slightly serious, like, I would never look at someone in the face and, you know. Even though I you just did? And I'm not looking your mom in the face and making dead dad jokes. No. Well, it's just, I don't say anything to, around Bob. No. You just got to – it's – and I really it's don't even you, do it around other people. It's just no. It's, it's just I. it's just to me. It's because you know I can ha- a I can handle it, and b if it's funny, it's fucking funny. I can't help what it's about. That's it's funny. how I feel. I feel that you can make a joke about anything. And 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 in regard to what you said about uh, except you, I don't know, but rape. Like that's the thing. There's a weirdness. There is a line. Um, it's only just different with different people. Only guar because for some reason it's all so comical that I don't connect. The rape isn't feel real in this stuff at all. I just don't ever, I can't ever look at a situation where rape is funny. I don't think a Cannibal Corpse song is funny. Even like when I figured out the whole deliverance thing. Yeah. Squeal. It, and and yeah, when it's I saw the clip, it's, it's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And it's fucked up that people make it a reference as a joke because, I mean. Still though. That guy joke. is getting raped in the ass. Yes. But if you're going to joke about other terrible stuff, you're I mean, going to have to joke about everything, right? And I know that this is going to sound so insensitive, and I don't really mean this as a stance. This is just where my brain is going because I've had beer. But like, <laughs> and I, Shoot. I fucking hate this word, so this is going to sound gross, and I apologize. Epic? But no, a, a pussy hole, a, a pussy hole can push out a baby. A pussy hole can stretch and push out a baby so i just imagine getting raped in the asshole which isn't used to pushing out a baby maybe stretching a little further to me is also a little more i guess abrasive and it's brutal it's brutal as fuck you know what's you know what you just i just kind of had an insight to what you're saying i don't think of the butthole getting stretched at all it stops at guy getting fucked in butt done i don't get into Oh, the cheeks were spread and the insertion. Ew. I wasn't thinking. I was just thinking about like or the physical the bu- pain. And like, <laughs> I don't even get that far. You're I, just done. I am very, I, I, I'm not like as visual or as auditory as I am like kinesthetic. I picture situations. I feel things. That's what gets me. That's what's hard for me to watch gore and stuff like that because I put things in that place it. and it gr- like it. Yeah. So when I hear th- something about rape makes me. So, it's almost like hearing nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, it makes me physically uncomfortable. And it cr- makes me cringe. So to hear it so much in an album is a little unsettling. I'm just gonna say that. I feel like we've been talking a, a, about this for a long. time. It's a time, fair point. It's a completely fair point. Well, and I'm not trying to like argue a stance. I just no, no, and uh, honestly, your stance is probably the more correct one. I'm just. 
I've just disconnected it from reality. You've disconnected a handful of things from reality. Oh, yeah, it's easy. I don't... Like dad death and... Death in general and morbid stuff. But as I get older, my empathy and is... spouse uh, emotions. I'm not empathetic. I mean, I'm getting more empathetic, but my empathy is a... Uh, was non-existent at some point. Now it's getting better. You were never a serial killer. You've just always no, been an I just... insensitive prick. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Let's move on. God damn it. This isn't figure out Sam's brain hour. <laughs> yeah, it I'm a damaged boy. Like an hour. So after the issue of tissue, space we're going to play Pocketpool. It sounds fun after the beard and not the conversations. <laughs> that talk. <laughs> Yes, I'm damaged because my dad is dead. <laughs> At least your dad just died. I'm damaged because my mom took the time to beat the hell out of me and tell me I was a piece of shit for years. Hey, yours is terrifying. If your dad was alive, he would not have treated you how my mom did, so we're okay. I think he has kind of like a Jack Black sound to his voice. Just on this or general? On this song. Yeah, I can hear what you're saying. Not there. No, that's general Dave Brocky nonsense. Like right there. The Jack Black Get thing? Yeah. To me, it's... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound just like him, but there's just a similarity that I picked up on. Since my brain always likes to find something similar. My body, my brain likes to compare. Little jazz? I like, I like the jazz breakdown. There's a terrible song. Huh? By terrible, I mean a, a fun song for me. Excuse me. Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a jazz song. You know that song or... I sing it around you, mommies. I've been stealing your babies. Yeah. That's Guar. That's like a swing song. Have You Seen Me. That's what it's called. I think I like this stuff so much because I am a metal guy that, like, metal can get monotonous. I just think it's all really dumb, I guess. It's very dumb. It's very dumb and it doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's how I love it. <laughs> I feel, and that's something you're connected to. You do have yes. a Homer Simpson voice. Yes. Hello. And a Homer Simpson way of going about things. Yeah. And I'm often Marge. He just puts up with fucking bullshit. <laughs> well, I can't say what I was gonna say, but I was gonna even be. I was gonna say mental retardation, but that's apparently inappropriate, even though that's the fucking technical way that it used to be okay, like however many years ago. Don't you love being when? Two. Everyone's sensitive and changing their minds about things where that used to be the right way to say it. Saying mongoloids wrong, but saying mental retardation, which makes sense, is offensive. We just kept going. I was just letting you talk. We're just moving on to slap you around because I'm interested in what you got written down on this song. Whoa, Clarence! Don't hit the microphone. Slap you around while I did say that David Lee Roth is back. This sounds <laughs> this sounds very 80s. 
Yeah, yeah. This song makes probably the most sense to me so far out of all of these songs, which are very confusing to the me. Most cohesive. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so fucking 80s sounding. And a song about beating a woman. But it's supposed to be, I mean, it's like satirical, though, of, from what I read, it was supposed to be playing on the idea of other people who are like this. Yeah, it's pointing out that, like, that, and it has this, that like, way of living where you just, uh, where you just coming back no matter what, especially for taking taken yeah, coming yeah. back for the taken yeah slap you around i do what i i do what i want I do what i want i like to just feel in control but yeah this song it's got like a cowboy groove to it sometimes too it has some like moaning some female moaning sounds in it which yes i don't know how many times i need to say that that is just not necessary <laughs> in music there's it doesn't add anything positive it just adds irritation as far as i'm concerned 100% with you. That right there. It makes me uncomfortable. It doesn't like... I don't know what it's supposed to do. Is it supposed to turn you on? Is it supposed to make you laugh? I don't uh, think that. It's supposed to be like, oh yeah. I'm feeling it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling the fucking rock and the sex and the drugs and the rock and roll! <laughs> Come back for more. Pour molten glass in your rectum. Slap, slap, slap you around. Slap, slap, slap you around. That song, for some reason, sounds like when you said '80s, it worked. Now I'm thinking of like an '80s cowboy song. I don't know why it's got like a westerny sound to it. Let me see. And this is all from the Genius website, so I don't know where they get their information. But the, uh, so someone contributed this information and then people can, uh, thumbs it up or down, approve or disapprove of the information. No one has done that thus far, but it is described as an overly macho and misogynist parody of Southern rock and honky tonk music. (laughs) Slap you around features samples of women moaning and yelping in pain and pleasure throughout. Throughout? Slap, slap, slap you around. I think it just does that it, makes, it two different parts in the song. So I think that that's why they say throughout, because yeah. it happens more than once. Yeah. That makes sense, though, with the Southern rock thing. As Since I said Western Being sound. a parody. Yeah. Like the cowboy beats his wife. <clears throat> yeah. I'll slap you around. You keep coming back. Southern rock, bitch. I do not condone domestic violence. Oh. This is my stance. Well, I may Lord have Sam, put on I do a, not. a lot of weight, but I still would fight back. When I was younger, my older sister almost never won. Because I would play <clears throat> dirty. It would get to the point where <laughs> thing, she would think that things would be done for like eight minutes. And all of a sudden, I'd come uh, excuse me, into the room with a hot curling iron and lay it on her fucking leg. Oh, my God. That's dirty. Yeah, that was really dirty. I'm not proud of that. But wow. she has a scar forever because of me on her thigh. <laughs> hey, my dad was stabbed by my uncle. What? With a knife. He chased him and stabbed him with a knife. So at least 
it's, you know, Uncle not M? that fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I he, he, I think he was picked on a lot when he was a kid, so he probably just had, like, pent-up rage. How old? I don't know. They were young. 24? No. <laughs> they were little, They were boys running around in the country, taking things too far. Oh, yeah. A little pocket Getting knife. Getting in a fight. I, I think it may have been, like, grabbing a butcher knife from the kitchen is what happened. Oh, my God. And I don't think anyone was, like... It wasn't, like, stab. And your, I think it was more... And it was stab. your dad? Mm-hmm. And I don't... So your dad has a scar for being stabbed? I believe it was either that or the other way around, but I I can't I think that my dad was stabbed. I don't I can't imagine I my dad was someone who would grab da- a knife yeah. at any point in his life. I do see Uncle M doing it. Uncle M? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say his name. And those crazy thick bottle glasses. <laughs> whatever the fuck they call those. That is vaping. He didn't. Okay, that's taking it too far, but yeah, he didn't do that back then. <laughs> He's a military man, and yesterday was Veterans Day, or today's Veterans Day, because the mail didn't run today. You wouldn't know anything about that. That affects we're my job. We're very patriotic. I just know that the mail didn't run today. <laughs> yeah, we're fucking okay, it's super patriotic. There was some shit on Facebook. That's all I know. So, yeah, slap you around. I say that we now crack it down. <laughs> Crack it down. I bet that the lyrics are interesting in this song. I don't really know what the lyrics are. They're just weird and all over the place. There's songs that odorous just kind of just, I'm sure you know. Wrote nonsense of, just nonsense. Or wrote nonsense and also just made it sound like nonsense, too. Yeah. Just I call for toxic overthrow. Yeah, go. Is it about drugs? I don't know, because it's K-R-A-K. Yeah. But I fill the pipe up. This is a crackdown. I called up every pimp I know. I fucked up my life up, so it sounds oh, like... Oh, it's all, yeah. I know the very last... This is the last... The song where he goes, Overdose! Oh, yeah. Fall out of the rent car go and vomit on the bar. There's the one who acts so pissed off. I think, I think I'll go cut, and cut my, my dick, dick off. off. Yeah, so like I feel like I'm just a fucking dick. I'll just go cut my dick off. Odorous was known for cutting his dick off. With his character. The, it was called the Cuttlefish of yeah. Cthulhu. A cuttlefish. It got, it got taken by the police. They run from me. I charge at sluts. Knock them down, stomp Stop out, out their, their guts. guts. Tastefully arrange the pile, soaked in phlegm and bathed in bile. Love it. So yeah, I like the lyrics to summer. I mean, yeah. I can appreciate the lyrics in this song. <laughs> we had a way of taking a 
grotesque and making it rhythmic. But, however... Yes? That word comes up again. What word? The R word comes up again in this song. Oh, of course. What did he rape this time? Fuck the corpse and get raped up. Oh, is he getting raped this time? Building, burning, cops all scatter. Big fat asses on the platter. Eyes are floating in my cup. Fuck the corpse and get raped up. That makes no sense, except for he's getting raped. Which he was known for that, too. It's one thing, like, you know, let's go get pancaked up. <laughs> pancaked up. Well, I mean, that makes sense. But let's go get raped up. I don't know, man. You know there's one asshole that wants to go get waffled up instead. Well, there's a house. That's perfect for him. <laughs> the huddle? The huddle house. Huddle house there of was. waffles. Overdose. Is that good enough for you, fuckface? I don't know. Is that good enough for you? You dead oh. asshole. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 he died. He sure did. I liked him. He turned into a filthy float. Was he uh was he buried or was he cremated? I don't really know what happened to his actual body. I'm assuming cremated. I know his his uh odorous costume was set on fire. Yeah, Viking funeral on a lake. Lake Haddad. Haddad. I don't know if it's hadded, but I would say Haddad. I'd say Haddad. Ha Dad. That's what it's spelled like. Hey Dad. <laughs> hey Dad, how you doing? Alright. I'm listening to Guar go away. Well when people die, they stick tubes in you and they drain out your body. So I would call that a filthy flow. I would call that a filthy flow. How dare you laugh when you're cut in half? Is that what he says? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know any of these words. I enjoy the uh, music in this song. It's got like a 90s octave thing going to it. Well, I've been following the filthy flow and everything I walk across the road. A bag of shit and a cup of joe. I think about all the money I owe. I laugh at you. I laugh at you. I laugh at you. They're kind of a... I'm filthy. They're kind of a one-trick kind of band, though. Death and rape. Death and rape. And then rape to death. A Guar live show rape is dead. amazing. Rape the dead. Yeah, that's a- it's not rape if they're dead, though. Because the body isn't the person anymore when they're dead. I probably should stop talking about this. It still counts. <laughs> people people stopped listening a long time ago when they heard the first mention of rape. <laughs> I wonder how many times we have talked about rape. Well, it's a Guar album. You, can't, you really can't get around it. It's unpleasant. 
bloody footprints, bloody footprints, but maybe that will not have to be, not be, have, not be to have his soul, but maybe that will not have to be. I've no idea what any of the I'm sorry, I'm, I can't say this right. I'm sorry, I'm a little intoxicated. But maybe that will not be to have his soul. To not have his soul! But maybe that will not have to be to have his soul. Bloody footprints! Bloody footprints! It's hard to say. So, yeah, I put that I... I enjoy the music on that song. I'm not a big fan of the vocals. No? Because you can't understand anything. It's really fucking sloppy punk sounding. But I like the music. I like the rock music. So now, I don't know how to pronounce this. I'm not even going to say it. But this is the last track on the album. It is called The Obliteration of Fleb Querve 7. Querve? Who's it, Querve? Drink a lot. We have to smoke all kinds of kick-ass drugs. And we just have blatant disrespect for any authority figure. Little did we know we were undermining our entire value. This song's kind of a mess, but I love it. Yeah, my note, my main note for this, aside from my, me feeling that it's messy. Um, I'm glad that this is less than three minutes long. <laughs> I love this song because it's goofy. The whole song is about destroying a planet under the orders of their leaders. And then at the end, realizing that they had attacked the wrong planet. Yeah, it's Gua's version of Gua. Gua's whole thing was they were... It's war sounds in this. It's shooting, it's screaming, it's madness. I'm not a fan. I don't like the sound of it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm not a war girl. I'm a stay-at-home and cook-for-a-husband sort of girl if I have to. I'll argue that. Better than... Sir- Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the whole thing about Guar is they were a, uh, uh, an army. They were a war... Unit that went around planet to planet, yeah, destroying planets and stuff for cardinal sin. That's why in Skullhead Face, he's like, Sublime before sin. There's a whole like backstory that it would take a long time to describe everything. That's cool. We're good. This this episode's been long enough. I don't need any thorough explanation. I wasn't going to. I know. I'm just saying. Are you reading the lyrics for this? Uh, I have them up. Yeah. They're ridiculous. But his vocals are so ridiculous. You can't understand anything he's saying. I can't. And you can hear Ballsack in the back going, Otis, it's six. It's six. It's fun that at the very end of the lyrics for this, there's an ad for Mariah Carey's residency shows in Vegas. Yay. And it says that she's coming to the area in March. That's interesting that just of all 
adds that there could be at the end of Gwar lyrics is Mariah Carey. Well, Gwar fans and Mariah Carey fans often intersect. I wonder if they've ever killed Mariah Carey on stage. Probably not. There, probably she's probably not. never done anything to make to put her on their radar. I don't think she was popular enough. They've killed Michael Jackson. She's popular. Everyone knows who she is, but she's never done anything that they would need to do. Yeah, no. They kill people like Mike Tyson and people Michael who Jackson and stand out more. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Hillary Clinton and Barack and Trump. Clinton. All right. So the album is a Dune. It's doomed. Done. We have questions. So Sam, why did you choose this album? Because it's a good fucking album, and I thought that it was a Guar <clears throat> album that was accessible to you the most. Because there are quite a handful of Guar albums. Yes. Of Guar albums. Yes, all of different styles. I'm gonna work some heavier, some that not. Into everything that I can. They do too. There's the Guarbecue. There's Guariers. Guar bar. Guar bar. The guar bar. I want to take it to a guar bar. God, what a racket! What's that? Oh, okay. Is that what it stands for? That's. It's not really what it stands for, but that's a theory, and I think it was on a sign in one of their movies. I was gonna say that sounds like something a, a dad would say. God, what a racket! Oh gosh, what a racket! It's actually supposed Golly. to be. Golly, what a racket! It's a. <laughs> Golly, what a racket! They were Pie on a cracker? They were unleashed from the Antarctic ice by the Antarctican Antarctic ice because of global warming. And uh when they came out of the ice they went Gwar So their name is Gwar is another theory and the most accepted. <laughs> Anyway, carry on. So what do you think that I thought when you told me that I was going to be listening to this? That you're going to listen to it three times. <clears throat> Bare minimum, baby. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, that's what I did. <laughs> How about you? How many times did I listen to it? Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. I mean, in this reviewing last week. I don't know. I listen to a it lot. a lot. Yeah. I've listened to this album a lot in general. Mm-hmm. I think I listen to this album about once a week for my entire life since since I've been like, I don't know, 17. So this is just in your forever rotation? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, there's about five Guar albums that are in my forever rotation. Okay. Well, um, my judgment prior to listening to this was that it was going to be rough. And I would say that that was correct. Um, as far as... <laughs> And I, I understand, like, so I went over this the last time earlier when I got off of work. It's Monday. I'm tired. Uh, it's been a long fucking day. Uh, time recently changed. It's dark outside early, and it's just been gloomy and cold. It's getting cold outside. It's not enjoyable to be outside. Um, so my notes was that this album has no redeeming qualities. Uh <laughs> <laughs> So just taking all of that into consideration, I enjoy zero aspects of this, which that turned out to not be true listening to it this fourth time yeah. to review. Um, but I don't find it to be humorous to me. Um, I definitely don't find it to be vocally enjoyable. And to me, it's not musically exciting. I have a cat rubbing all over me right now. That's exciting. 
Um, but yeah, I was a little bit worried about this and I felt like a lot of my fears came true. Um, was it like hard to listen to? <laughs> uh, not, that's the thing. It wasn't, it was kind of hard the first time, not as hard as Neil. Then the second time wasn't as bad. Jesus Christ, that thing's going off again. And then today it was hard because of the mood that I was in. Yeah. And it was the last thing I wanted to fucking listen to. Yeah. Hold on a second. <laughs> that thing's going nuts, though. We're good, guys. Okay, so. Yeah. Maybe it had something to do with the environment and my general mood, which is why I specifically drank beer to kind of pep up a little bit more for this episode. And I think that it helped. <laughs> so I don't know if that has something to do with just the culture of the, you know, the music culture of what this kind of fits into. Not necessarily party, but indulge a little bit. Have fun, be wild, be crazy, who gives a fuck? So. Maybe. What do you mean, maybe? He fucking died of a heroin overdose. Yeah. And drinking beer. I, I, I could, I enjoy it. Sober as a bone. So. Sober as a bone. <laughs> <laughs> you know how sober bones are, traditionally. A sober bones. A sober bones. So bones into my heart. So my least favorite song, I'm going to say. And you had mentioned this as a song. I, I You had mentioned this in a positive way. Eat Steel, I think, is my least favorite song on the entire album. I thought mm. it was just pure nonsense. It was my first introduction to that other person with that ridiculous fucking voice. <laughs> Not a fan. So yeah, Eat Steel. No, thank you. I have to pick a song that it's my worst? Oh, God. You know that this is the I process. know, but I forgot. Oh, my God. You all unprepared. I'm going to go with Filthy Flow because it's the one I Ooh. know the least of. That was my... Okay. That was originally my least favorite. And then when we were going over it, I changed it. To Eat Steel? No. No, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. You're wrong. Okay, no, Eat Steel was always my worst. My least favorite. I have things scribbled out all over the place, so <laughs> I apologize. It's chaotic. So Eat Steel is my least favorite. And yours is Filthy Flow? Yes, that's what okay. I'm choosing. Yeah, I didn't it's like the vocals at all in that music in that song, but I thought the music was fine. I still like it a lot. Yeah. I just had to choose one that was mm -hmm. the least favorite. Well, shit. So having to choose the favorite that yes. was fucking hard <laughs> um but i mean yes and no i feel like i kind of went with an easy one for me uh based on just the overall content of the album and the styles but i went went with pepperoni because i enjoy the funkiness even though ramajama and bathroom <laughs> do not fucking rhyme <laughs> That is bullshit. <laughs> oh, whoops. I hit a button. <laughs> oh, I hit a button. I did. I don't, I'm don't. having such a hard time figuring out what my favorite song is. Well, the okay. time has come. I think the one that I sing the most... Okay. 
I gotta say two. I love the insidious soliloquy of Dr. Professor Skullhead Face. But I think my favorite song is Penis I See. Penis I See! Because you like the punkness? I think I like I think the I punkness. I love uh, Odorous's voice on it. He gets a lot of those. My favorite Odorous voice is that graggle grunt tone where he's like, rawr, 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 rawr. That's my favorite tone. And whenever he does that the most, I'm the happiest. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't really know what the lyrics are to the whole song, but I love the line. Uh, when he's, oh, fuck, see, I can't even think of the line, but when he says something about, when it always seems to be a penis that I see, you'd be surprised to discover my oh, yeah. level of empathy. I've heard you do that. Around the house? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's even more proof of why it would mm-hmm. be my favorite one. I think that's fair. Yeah. So how did you feel about this when you were younger, when you were first introduced to this? Like, before listening to it now, you said it's always been on your rotation, so. Um, This was lower on my Guar albums when I was younger. I appreciated it more as I got older. Okay. I went for the goofier stuff, like fucking an animal kind of things, where they're even more vulgar and like over, way over the top. Yeah. Like. I know this is over the top, but there's an even more over the top when it comes to Guar. Fucking an animal. Yeah. I remember that. God, I didn't realize that I've been introduced to more than one Guar song. Yeah, yeah. When I was in high school, I had no idea. Have you ever heard a song called I Hate Love Songs? No. That's one, that's a song that gets into people's circle accidentally. It's just like, I hate love songs, and I hate lovers. Most of all, I hate... I can't remember. The, it's one of my least favorite Guar songs, and it's one that, like... I hate mothers. Uh, yes. <laughs> you can say it if you want. <laughs> and I hate mothers. Okay. So, um... Would you recommend this today? I mean, you recommended it to me. You said that it's in your rotation, so yeah. I assume that would be a yes. Absolutely. Cool. Would I listen to this again? Let me take a guess. No. <laughs> is that even worth saying it's obvious that i did not enjoy myself listening to this at all i didn't yeah what, what so is, does this album kind of solidify that you have no interest in guar at all yeah i'd probably <laughs> rather have to sit through another neil young album than listen to this. and that was rough the first time i mean i was really struggling i struggled more the fur on the first listen of neil than i did on the first listen of guar but now you'd prefer to listen to the neil young yeah the guar is just not (laughs) it's not for me but the neil isn't it also isn't so i mean it's not like a huge difference between the two i'm just not into either of them i think the neil is at least a little bit more tame understandable understandable and it's it's not as chaotic, so it's... For me, the vocals are bad. Yeah. No matter what way I go, so... Uh-huh. But I like pretty <laughs> voices, what I mean. Yeah. I just do. That's and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, we have talked about how we want to... You know, we've, we've kind of been slacking a little bit lately. Not really slacking, but we've been busy doing other things. So, we're going to get... We're going to throw some movies at you guys uh, over the next few episodes, you know, handful episodes, whatever, couple, handful, few, who cares? We 
are going to review some movies, get some shit ready for you guys, because the holidays are coming up, and we've got some things in store. I mean, we've got Thanksgiving. Who knows what we're going to choose? We've got Christmas. All kinds of options out there. So, in the spirit of none of the holidays, (laughs) um, I initially was going to go with a movie that I love dearly. It's a movie that I was introduced to by my father, but I'm going to put that on the back burner for now. This is a movie that came in my mind because Sam has mentioned that he has never seen it before. So, we will be reviewing the movie Parenthood. (laughs) I knew that was coming. And we will be discussing... The glorious movie, which I love tremendously, called Parenthood. It's gonna it's gonna make you feel things or annoy you, but I think you'll like it. We'll see. I have no fucking idea. You have no clue. I've no. I'm just glad that David Lee Roth voice is done. Until we have to listen to David Lee Roth or some stupid just, shit. Now I'm just gonna do every Guar album until <laughs> I divorce you. <laughs> is that what this is working towards? At first we were like, is this going to happen? And then now it's like a plan. Uh, <laughs> I'm staging it out. Uh-huh. You figure you just had to like find where oh, my, my weakness was. I got my out. Uh-huh. And you found it much sooner oh. than you probably thought it was going to be. Well, the funny thing is, is it can get so much worse than Dave. <laughs> it's going to be like Matthew's band. Dave Brocky. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. He wakes up in the morning. Oh, you do a better Dave than I do. I just stole the impression Crash. from someone else. The he, we, 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 he. All right, so we are going to watch a movie. We will be back with some more content to review for. You. We're pitching a content. Get it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys. Spousal support. Not in the way that you hear typically, because neither one of us are going to take care of the other one. I'm in it for myself. But we'll laugh at the other one, make the other one feel like a piece of shit. I'm in it for myself. Marriage. And love and guar. And that's love and guar. Love and guar. Love and guar it. Love and guar it. Go together like guar and sausage. I love guar and sausage. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>